You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into Locked On Cardinals for Wednesday, September the 29th of 2021. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, Monday to Friday. We are brought to you in part today by Spotify Green Room. Go ahead and download the app and find one of our Locked On rooms. I'm Lucas Smith, host of the show. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it right here, as long as my Twitter handle, at LJFastball. Thanks for tuning in today, and officially, the Cardinals have secured a berth in the 2021 postseason, as they won their game yesterday by the final score of 6-2 over the Milwaukee Brewers, who have already clinched the National League Central. So the Cardinals will be playing in October as the second wildcard spot, and will head out west during that or for that second wildcard spot, either to play the Los Angeles Dodgers or the San Francisco Giants, whichever team does not come out on top in the NL West. Got a lot to talk about on today's show, and it's all good things, because the Cardinals are playing in postseason. And while that might not be the determining factor as to the success or overall failure of this overall 2021 season, it is still a... Uh, excuse me, an accomplishment that deserves celebrating and deserves um, deserves recognition for what this team has done. I talked about it last year with COVID year, and this year is remarkable in its own right. So we're talking about that, talking about the game yesterday. We'll talk about Adam Wainwright since he was, of course, the starter who clinched the postseason for the Cardinals as he gets his 17th win of the season. Um, it was his 17th win in his 17th season that's secure the postseason berth. MLB tweeting that out. Storylines galore for this Cardinal team, for that Cardinal pitcher. And it just just fitting that he started the postseason clinching game as the Reds and Phillies were officially eliminated from wildcard contention. Phillies could still go on and win the National League East, but that's a conversation for locked on Phillies or locked on Braves. So the NL wildcard, the NL postseason picture is pretty much wrapped up as the Cardinals finally somehow find a way to get in there. In June, I did not see this coming, but the Cardinals have gone on an unworldly run. They now sit at 88-69, and 69, 17 consecutive wins. They're going to finish probably in between six and eight games ahead of the Reds and Phillies, uh, depending on how the rest of the season rolls out. Um, but the, the the Phillies have lost two in a row. They're, their lead and their, their deficit in the National League East is... Uh, getting a little bit larger as the Braves seem to be running away with that just a little bit as their magic number now sits at three. Giants' magic number to clinch the NL West is at four. So right now it's looking at the Cardinals are going to be traveling out to L.A. to play that wild card game. This this team is one that not a lot of people had faith in, myself included, back in June. But it it, it almost can't be captured the day after it happened of what the, what this means for the St. Louis Cardinals because of how out of the ordinary this run this team has been there's a lot of parallels and I don't want to try and get ahead of myself here but there are a lot of parallels between this team and the 2011 team a team that was underperforming that was looking to kind of right the ship that made a couple of trades at the trade deadline 2011 might have been a little bit more uh, known that they were going for it, but might, that might have been a little bit more positively received, a little bit outside of the Colby Rasmus dispute. Um, these trades were not positively um, looked at at the time, I think, by most people, but they ended up being pretty positive. The trades helped this team out, and they go on a September run 
As Danny Mac said, the, the, the run of 21 is continuing for the Cardinals. The run of 2011 might not have been 17 wins in a row, but it was a very, very good September. And it was the fallout of a team ahead of them that helped them get to this point. 2011, it was the Atlanta Braves. This year, it was a combination of the Padres and Reds, probably mostly the Padres. Reds held that position for a little while, but the Padres are the, think, are the team that fell out of contention the most, uh, especially with their, their firepower. So I think that there are some similarities. I know I talk a lot about, and a lot of people say, oh, that it gets annoying to talk about the similarities between, you know, you can't always look back at 2011 every single year. You can't always look back at 2006 every single year. And I, I felt that during that three-year playoff drought for the Cardinals, a lot of p- p- people were trying to make that connection. Oh, well, this team did this. Maybe it's every 10 years that, <laughs> that these kind of runs can happen. But in my opinion, there are a lot of similarities and a lot of parallels. The ultimate parallel, the ultimate similarity will be what the Cardinals do in October because, as I mentioned many times before, October is a different animal, different beast, and this Cardinal team has made it. Anything can happen once you get into October. It's a cliche. It's said over too much. You can say what you want. It remains to be true. Year in and year out, anything can happen. Randy Rosarena can happen. David Freeze can happen. David Eckstein can happen. Even one on the other side. The Chicago Cubs can happen once you make October. Anything is possible. But they, they talked a lot about it in the postgame. It was awesome to see, by the way, the, the postgame celebration of guys with the champagne, the beer out in the field with their Built for October shirts. And it was just nice to see a normal celebration. We didn't really get to – or a more normal celebration. wasn't in the clubhouse, and Jim Hayes wasn't getting poured champagne on by everybody. And, again, this is just the postseason. This isn't advancing through a round. But it was nice to see a little bit more normality in that sense. But – Everybody was kind of being asked about how do you stay faithful? How do you stay? Um, how do you stay positive? Mike Schultz says that he's an optimist by nature, so it wasn't a blind optimism as well. You know, they both go hand in hand there. That he was, you know, he knew his, his team was going to be well. Adam Wainwright referenced the negative quote negative four hundred percent Fangraphs playoff potential uh, that the Cardinals just had to battle through. Paul Goldschmidt gave a lot of credit to the coaching staff. This is one of those things that I, I've talked about recently that. I think this team knew that they were not the team that they were in June. What I mean by that is this team knew that they were a better team than what they were showing us in June. And the baseball season is a marathon. 162, not a sprint. You've got to go through the ups and downs, ebbs and flows of the game. And that's what the Cardinals were able to do. Yes, it's a second wild card berth. Yes, the Cardinals' goal of this season was ultimately to win the, win the division. But if the Cardinals make a deep postseason run and end up in the Fall Classic, I don't think anybody's going to complain as to how you got there. And if anybody, anybody, wants to bring up the fact that they don't like the playoff structure just because their team isn't in it, sorry, not really going to have that conversation. This is the second time the Cardinals made the second wild card spot. The Cardinals made a deep run the last time in 2012. The Giants have won a World Series as a wild card team, as a second wild card team. I like this. I like this postseason bracket. Adds excitement. I don't want to hear any debate otherwise about how you know it's just second wild card that wouldn't even be a thing 15 years ago. Yeah, well, the divisional the divisions weren't a thing 65 years ago. It was the East and the West, or before that, it was just the world's the National League, American League champion. Playoffs evolve; they expand. This is still, assuming the Cardinals win two out of the next five games, going to be a 90-win team. Cardinals team in 2011 was a 90-win team. So, just want to get that little disclaimer out there that 
I'm not going to hear any argument about how it's just a second wild card. I will understand that it's just a second wild card in relation to the Cardinals' goal of a division championship. But um, that's a different different discussion uh, entirely. So th- th- this team right now has a chance to do something special. They have a chance to win 18 games in a row tonight. And then beyond that, a chance to knock down the powerhouse Dodgers and go into October. Because the Cardinals have a history of knocking down powerhouses. They have a history of crashing postseason parties and a history of raising a banner in late October, and if the game goes to Game 7, I believe it's going to be in November of this season, of uh, this year, actually. But, again, just this team that was able to come together, and it, it you, some of this might be cliche and kind of just be, you know, whatever, and I understand that. But this team it literally had to come together after a really bad June, a, a subpar July, started getting better in August and September. They just had to believe. The, the athletes on the, on the field, they're professional athletes, they know what they're doing. This team was able to come together. The team chemistry seems to be through the roof. Winning will cure a lot of ailments. I, I understand that. But I don't think that Nolan Arenado is having any problem getting along with his teammates. I don't think Nolan Arenado is thinking about opting out because his team is underperforming. I think this has been a fun month. Bottom line, this has been a fun month. We'll talk about more postseason expectations as the week goes on and as we get closer to the postseason. But as of right now, this is a fun run that the Cardinals are on. And that's okay in admitting. A fun run that I don't think anybody really saw coming. And they've made the playoffs. At the end of the day, they made the playoffs. It's time now to finish up the post, finish up the regular season, take care of business, and then go on a deep postseason run. That, that's what the Cardinals are known for, and that's what they're going to try and do once again this October. How did they get there? Let's look back at the game yesterday at Adam Wainwright's start at the offense and some signature moments that happened in that game yesterday. Uh, looking at Wainwright, looking at Nolan Arenado, uh, Brewers gave it their best effort early. But at some point, you just can't stop the St. Louis Cardinals. We'll talk about all that more coming up here in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you about today's title sponsor, and that is Spotify Greenroom. Greenroom is the first social audio platform for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport or even your non-favorite sport. Any sport you can find in there, they have a room, they're most likely going to have a room for it. It's the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like yourself on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and, of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find locked on hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL. Go download the free Green Room app today. Currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter. Join the MLB group to, for the latest league updates and follow me at LJ Fastball. I know you will find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. Download the Green Room app today. Green Room is changing the way we talk sports. Football season is well upon us and you guys want to make some money. Go to betonline.ag. It's number one place for all the pro and college football action this season. They have a new updated site and interface with even more odds, props, and contests than before. BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website today, explore the new interface, and you, or use your mobile device, and receive a 100% welcome bonus upon sign-up. That is double your initial deposit. Double. Just for signing up. Don't forget to use that promo code NFL100 for that 100% welcome bonus, NFL100. Whether it's football, baseball, basketball, boxing, or right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports, and BetOnline is your online sportsbook expert. 
The postseason was secure thanks to a 6-2 Cardinal win last night over the Milwaukee Brewers. Cardinals, uh, or Wainwright rather, gets the start 17-7, 3.05 ERA, uh, two runs given up in the fourth. Overall, he did strike out uh, four. In his six innings, gave up a two-run, uh, just absolute bomb, uh, just to the left of Big Macklin. Might have gone into Big Macklin. They moved the sign over, so I'm not sure if both little sections in there are Big Macklin now or not. But uh, Urias just demolished, demolished uh, that baseball. Um, and he was able to get the Brewers on the board. And uh, But the, the Cardinal offense, uh, as Ricky, I think it was Rick Horton on the radio, said, uh, was it, no, it was Brad Thompson on the TV call, excuse me, um, was mentioning that the Cardinals were able to punch back. And that's exactly what the Cardinals did in the top half of the fourth, or the bottom half of the fourth, excuse me, scoring two runs. That's what, you, that's what, as Brad Thompson said, that's what winning teams do. Dylan Carlson had a home run and then a bunt single by Adam Wainwright. Or a, a bunt out, I guess. He, he was out at first base, but Harrison Bader is able to speed home um, as and score the uh, the time run at the time. Speed kills. It's it's it, it's what on Harrison Bader can impact the game on just about every level, just like all three outfielders can. So and you, and you saw it on the play last night. Sacrifice bunt, perfectly placed bunt by Adam Wainwright, and Harrison Bader sprints on home. Cardinals were playing small ball and long ball. They were able to show their might last night as well as some manufacturing of runs. You saw the sacrifice bunt by Adam Wainwright that I just mentioned. You saw the Nolan Arenado sacrifice fly. Good, solid, situational hitting. You also saw home runs, like I mentioned, from Carlson, Jose Rondon, and Nolan Arenado had his 34th home run of the season as he is now continuing his incredible run. Like I said, his 34th home run, and overall on the season he has driven in uh, 105. He drove in two last night. Carlson's up to 60 RBI, and Adam Wainwright even has four for him. So it's one of those things that this Cardinal offense, yes, right now because they're on a, like I said, an unworldly type role, but this Cardinal offense can beat you in a lot of different ways. The the Cardinal way, I think, is one saying that has been kind of lost recently. In the last number of years, defense hasn't been as sharp necessarily um, situational hitting hasn't always been great hitting with margin and scoring position haven't always been great but nevertheless this team I think is starting to get back to that cardinal way and some people might get annoyed by that that's fine but I think even if you don't want to call it the cardinal way they're getting back to better fundamental baseball bunting has been a lot better defense has been a lot better they're able to hit you with the long ball they're stealing bases they're good base runners this is a fundamentally sound team, and I think all in all, that that's a big reason why that they've won so many games recently. That, that, that's why they were able to kind of weather the storm is because they're a fundamentally sound baseball team. If they weren't, then they wouldn't be in this position, plain and simple. I think that the, the ability to, to beat you in multiple ways as an offense is, is huge. And that's exactly what the Cardinals have been able to do. I said it, they did it in one inning last night. They did it throughout the course of the game. And it was just a solid start from Adam Winter. It wasn't his best start, but he was able to bounce back after a really bad start against Milwaukee and go six innings, give up just two earned runs, give up runs in just one inning. And I wonder what he did. What am I going to say that he did? He kept his team in the game. It's ex- it would have been easy for a pitcher to give up that home run and to start you know, giving up some more meatballs and giving up some more more hits, more home runs. But Adam Wainwright did not do that. He gutted through six innings, threw over 100 pitches in those six innings. 
But he got his 17th win, and I know you might say wins don't mean as much anymore, and that's fine, but 17 wins is still a lot for a 40-year-old. His ERA is now down to 3.05. It's going to be his lowest ERA in a full season since 2014, his lowest ERA overall since 2015 when he had an ERA under two and seven starts. It's unbelievable what, what Adam Wainwright is doing. 40 years old. There, there's not enough positives to say about it. And beyond that, he's a fan favorite. He's been pitching like this since 2000, and, and he's been pitching for the Cardinals since 2006, his rookie year. He's a great person, great humanitarian, great guy off the field. That's what I think makes it so special. He's got 206 innings as a 40 year old. It's his first time throwing 200 plus innings since 2014. Through 198 in 2016, that was the closest he got. But 206 in a third innings, even if he gets another start. 206 innings by someone who is 39 slash 40 years old as he's turned 40 uh, in the month of August. It's remarkable. It's absolutely remarkable. And it's just fitting that he was the one to start the clincher. He is, like I said on yesterday's show, if you missed it, he has been the undisputed, in my opinion, ace of this staff the entire season. All right. I guess Flaherty was on the team earlier this season as the ace. But since Flaherty went down, Adam Wainwright has been the ace. He's been the stopper when the Cardinals have needed him to. He has extended the Cardinals winning streak or extended a winning streak when the Cardinals needed him to most times. Kept his team in the game most nights. And has just been an absolute joy to watch on this baseball team. There were some times when the starting pitching rotation, he was the only starter you could count on. There were times that he was the only starter giving you a good start every fifth day. There were times that he started a good stretch of starting pitching. There was times that he dominated when the bullpen needed to rest. The Pittsburgh series comes to mind when he went uh, complete game uh, through Greg Maddox. It was just fitting that Wainwright was the one to throw this game. Yes, anybody who starts a postseason clincher is is a positive one, and, and if they win, it's but it was just absolutely fitting that Wainwright was the one to do it yesterday. And another parallel between the 2010 and 2011, or 2011-2021 teams, you know who started Game 162 last season that helped the Cardinals clinch the postseason berth against the Houston Astros? Chris Carpenter. His is a complete game shutout, or complete game victory, rather. Adam Wainwright was just six innings of solid baseball, but yet another parallel. Adam Wainwright has already won Game 5 of the National League Division Series, so maybe he won't have to do that this October. But this 2021 team, 10 years later, is showing, in my opinion, a lot of the same grit, and I think Adam Wainwright has a lot to do with that. Adam Wainwright, Yadier Molina, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arnato. It's a good mix. I think any team has to have a good mix of veterans and youngsters. You've got Jay Happ, John Lester, Adam Wainwright, Yadier Molina, Nolan Arnato, Paul Goldschmidt, guys that have been here, Eight plus years, some of them ten plus years. They've won. They know what they're doing, and they're able to kind of maneuver and mold these young these youngsters. The Edmundo Sosas of the world, the entirety of the outfield, the Tommy Edmonds, and even in in the bullpen, you've got some younger guys um, that that need some molding. But you've also got the veteran guys in the bullpen. You've got a good mix in the bullpen as well. Reyes and Cabrera starting to get their feet wet a little bit, getting helped out probably by veterans like an Andrew Miller. Got a good mix on both sides of the baseball. And I'm just so happy for this team that that this is the type of team that when you look at the makeup, you can understand a World Series run could be in their future. Wouldn't have said that back in June, but now that they've clinched a postseason spot, don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but you could see it happening if they get past the Dodgers. You definitely could. 
They have had good numbers against the Giants this season. They've had okay numbers, especially recently against the Brewers. Braves, they've struggled against this season. But with the role they're on right now, you almost throw out those those numbers out the window. Almost. Still got to look at the numbers a little bit. But uh, that's going to do it for segment number two. This, the, the, this team was able to do it. A 2.8% chance was the lowest Fangraph percentage got. They've now clinched the postseason berth. In terms of since June, this makes this is a huge success. The overall season, like I said, will be judged by the time at when the, at the point of Cardo's elimination. But as of right now, celebrate and just bask in the glory of the Cardinals making another postseason and realize how improbable and how impressive this postseason run is. That's what I've got to say about that. Well, uh, get some Cardinals news and notes. Uh, Yadier Molina did not start yesterday. Let's talk about him. Talk about Jack Flaherty in the bullpen on an MLB.com article. Talk about the rest of the season, how the Cardinals can maneuver it around a little bit. Um, So all that and more coming up here in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you about something that is good. The Cardinals making the postseason for the third consecutive year is good. The Cardinals winning 17 consecutive games is good. Built Bar is also good. I just finished up my pack of double chocolates yesterday, so I need to order myself some more. They have incredible, delicious, best-tasting protein bars on the market. They have coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. My mouth is literally watering just talking about them. My favorite flavor, the one I just finished, the double chocolate. If you haven't tried other flavors, get yourself a mix box, two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bars the best-tasting, but they are healthy as well. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories range from 130 to 180, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs, amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. So order today and get the grasshopper cookie, raspberry, or whatever you would like. Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com right now and enter the promo code LOCKED15, that is L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, to get 15% off your order. You're going to get a good tasting protein bar, you're going to get a healthy protein bar, and you're going to save money. Three reasons to order yourself some Built Bars. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at checkout and get yourself some Built Bars today. As I mentioned before the break, Yadier Molina uh, did not play yesterday because of some shoulder soreness. Um, I want to thank you again for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Um... But Yadier Molina, like I mentioned, is uh, day-to-day right now with some right shoulder stiffness. He was originally in the starting rotation or starting lineup yesterday um, until he was scratched. Due to that issue, you knew it had to be bad for Yadier to to sit out like that because the postseason had not been secured at that point. Uh, you know, it was all but shirt up. You could definitely say that, but especially with it being an Adam Wainwright start, you definitely expected Yachty to be behind the dish there. He wasn't. Cardinals still got the win, so, you know, no harm, no foul, but he's uh, one that is probably going to be rested pretty heavily in the next week before the Cardinals uh, play in their wild card game. Emundo Sosa is expected to come back possibly today after his right hand um, wrist w- w- was hit uh, with a pitch in Chicago. Um, back on the, the 24th of September on Friday in the day game, first game of that doubleheader. So hopefully he can come back. He's a spark in that lineup. He's an excellent fielder. So hopefully he can come back. Um, also a note that I, that I had missed that Zach Silver wrote about in the in his MLB.com article saying that Jack Flaherty has been um, going to move to the bullpen because uh, the situation with him is going to be very fluid. Um, 
Mike Schilt announcing yesterday that he's going to be in the bullpen for uh, the remainder of the season. Um, t- to me, him and Hudson, like I mentioned uh, on Friday's show, would be a really, f- I think, an interesting and um, an interesting dynamic to, to piggyback off of. I think if you can get Flaherty to go more than two outs or more, more than one out and give up a two-run home run, then go to Hudson. might work out better, so then you go to the sixth or seventh before going to the bullpen rather than the fourth or the fifth. But I think Flaherty and Hudson piggybacking off of one another could be really, really interesting to see. Especially, I think that they 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 should be the first ones available out of the bullpen in the wild card game against the Dodgers. That could be really interesting. Um, but when, when when you think about the the wild card game, let, let's take a look at the postseason uh, schedule. Um, the NL wild card game is going to be on TBS. It's going to be next Wednesday, October the sixth. So if you're looking at a calendar, just any old calendar. Adam Wainwright got the start uh, yesterday. That's Tuesday. Five days. So we go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Sunday would be the third. So scheduled start would be Sunday. One, two, three more days after that. So he'd be starting on short rest. I'm not saying Wainwright shouldn't start for the remainder of the season, but maybe you start him a day early. Maybe you start him on Saturday against the Cubs to get him a rep, and then he's going on five days in on Wednesday's game to get him to start that NL wildcard game on Wednesday the 6th. I think that you have to do anything you can to get Adam Wainwright that start. And in my opinion, you have to get anything you can do to get Adam Wainwright to start that game not on short rest. Because if he's starting on Sunday, Wednesday would obviously be very short rest. Saturday might be a little bit of a different story. Again, I know that you don't want to just send somebody out after the postseason that has been clinched to risk injury. But at the same time, you need, especially as a starting pitcher, you need your reps. So I I, I think Adam Wainwright... I would love to see, hopefully we see in the next day or two reports coming out that the Cardinals are maneuvering their rotation around a little bit to to set up Wainwright for that start and for Dakota Hudson and Jack Flaherty, maybe even a Miles Michaelis starters to be available because um, in a one-game playoff, in my opinion, the, the leash is short. It's a quick hook, even for a guy like Adam Wainwright. Yes, even for Adam Wainwright, I think that the hook needs to be short. The hook needs to be quick. The leash needs to be short uh, in a playoff game like that especially in, in a post in a one-game playoff like that. So I'd like to see the Cardinals maneuver their rotation a little bit to get Adam Wainwright that start. We'll see. I mean, you know, this is just the early morning after. Um, the You know, this is before 7.30 a.m. So no no announcement has come as of yet that I have seen. Uh, but nevertheless, we got some time. So that's going to do it for today's show. Right on time where I, where I need to be, want to be. Uh, thank you for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day, Monday to Friday. Coming back tomorrow. Um, either going to be a pregame um, show coming up before the game or after. I will tweet that out. You can get that at LJ Fastball right here. You can also follow if, right here if you're listening or watching on YouTube. You can also follow the show on Twitter or Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. DM any questions uh, you want me to talk about on the show as well as you can email the show at LockedOnCards at gmail.com. Much appreciated. Thank you for listening each and every day. Again, I'll be back with tomorrow's show either at your normally scheduled time early in the morning or after the game since it is a 12-15 start tomorrow against the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Thank you for listening. And until I talk to you again, whether it is before the game or after the game, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic rest of your day.